listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made. Probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about 1986's American fantasy martial arts action comedy film, Big Trouble in Little China, directed by John Carpenter, starring Kurt Russell and Kim Cattrall. And, as ever, alongside me, three men who... Alright, everybody relax. I'm here. I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. As you know, each episode, we talk about the film, we talk about the cast, we come up with a plot, we come up with a director, come up with a title, and at the end, we've got the all-important pitch. Is it going to make the cut? Well, we've all watched the film recently. Uh, Let's go again round the room. Big Trouble in Little China. Joe, what are your thoughts on Big Trouble in Little China? Um, It's not my my movie, really. Uh, Like, I, I, I... It was on TV a lot when I was younger. So we had a, a, a movie channel, and I, like, a, you know, an action movie channel. And I had that on, you know, like basically relentlessly, uh, always on from like age, I don't know, nine till 14. I think uh, people that, are going to ask, was... what the fuck's that channel? Uh, Your mum had an action movie channel. Yeah, we, we, had a, we, had, we had a few movie channels growing up, but it was always like... Like sort of just just ran like really sort of uh, low rent action films on in the background. That's what that's what we used to watch just all the time. This was one of them, which I don't think I'd ever watched all the way through until this rewatch because I was so familiar with lit- little bits of it. Uh, anyway, I don't think it's that good. I think it's um it's too silly for me. I, what I what I love about it is the opening, and I love Kurt Russell's character, and I love the idea of his truck being called the Pork Chop Express. That's all really fun stuff. I love the music, like when it starts and when you're going in. I was like, oh god, this is going to be such fun. The moment I started to enjoy it less was when they leave the like the the on location stuff. So when you when you know that they go into sets uh, and it starts to look a bit samey, um, and then it became very monotone for me, I, and I didn't find it that fun. Um, I like bits of it. It's not my film. It's certainly not. You know, it's prob- probably I'd go as far to say my least favorite Carpenter film. Wow, well, we've picked a classic here. All right. <laughs> Great stuff. Al, what are your thoughts on this? On the other end of the spectrum, it, it, I didn't grow up with it. I never watched it growing up, but I never remember it being on terrestrial TV ever. Like, I, I, I was never exposed to it. Uh, went to university, smoked quite a lot of dope there and lot, watched a lot of sort of stoner movies, and that's what it was for me, like a stoner movie. I remember seeing it as, in like a living room full of guys with a, a smoke-hazed sort of... a sort of room and just getting lost in the madness of it and I little comments that everyone enjoyed like you know when the the first sort of standoff when the three dudes with the massive hats come down (laughs) they land they land I just remember like looking over to my mate and he's like these guys are fucking well hard mate (laughs) 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 and it's it's those kind of moments because it's just because I love like I love that we were taking it seriously that's what I love when they're when they're landing with these massive hats on (laughs) And and also I look and Kurt Russell sort of not not phased by any of it. Not at all. <laughs> he's like he's just always like what the hell. I think it stands up like less than I thought it would when I rewatched it. I agree with Joe. The opening's outstanding with that soft focus shot of him sitting down with the, the you know the sort of interview. Um, 
and that just a little bit of uh, special effects, and then and then the music cracks in, and the, the pork chop express comes through the mist. You know, absolutely belting. Um, and all his speeches on the radio, I could just, I wish I could recite them to you now. You know, I wish, I wish I was, you know, putting that stuff on the bottom of every email I send at work. <laughs> I absolutely love it. But um, yeah, I'm more of a fan of it than Joe, but maybe not a home run. Okay, John, what are you saying? Um, yeah, I, I'm more in Joe's camp. I've, I've never liked it that much, to be honest. I think for, for a Carpenter <laughs> Russell film, Escape from New York and The Thing are miles, miles in a different league to this. Um, I think monotone is probably the right word. I think it never really goes anywhere. Like the film is just gets to a point and stays there and then just sort of goes downhill a bit at the end. Mm. Um, I guess the thing, the, the thing that I'd like about it, I like the sort of that Jack is a dunce, basically. Like he's the hero because he ends up like getting a girl and saving the day kind of at the end. He like lands the finishing blow. But it's Wang that does everything. Like Jack's just along for the ride. Wang is the real hero. Um, so I like that kind of, uh, sort of pulls the rug out of the classic sort of like Hollywood white dude action hero kind of vibe by making him a bit of a, a moron who's just kind of in the right place at the right time and seems like the hero. But actually, he's not really the hero at all, it. is he? Yeah, like he he's kind of taken out of action before any fight even happens. Like he's always get like he gets like knocked on the head or something falls on him and he says an awesome line and then something falls on his head before the fight even happens and he's not really yeah, in it. Yeah, and, and you, you can read that as it being like, it's a send-up of the Hollywood action movie in which the action hero is only really there to look good, but they don't actually do anything. Like often in, 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 in action films, like actually if the hero didn't do anything, the film would end quicker. Like there's a, in, in Indiana Jones, I can't remember who said it, but like if, in, if Jones had never done anything, then the Nazis would have opened it earlier and killed himself. So the film would have been open in five minutes. We could have saved ourselves a lot of hassle. So it's kind of, send, it's kind of sending up that, it's kind of sending up that idea that the action heroes are often just people that get in the way of, the, of fixing the problem. He makes um, mistakes as well and kind of shit decisions, doesn't he? He's not, he's, he's like, you know, the, I just always remember the, bit when he opens the door and there's like an army there and he just shuts the door, yeah. shuts the door again looks like he's like we may be trapped <laughs> um it, it's classic america i mean i've got to give um the cast i like in this as well i always like it when dennis dunn pops up i don't know about you guys did you ever watch midnight caller when you were growing up yeah well i remember it being on i never i don't oh, i don't really particularly think i watched it but i just remember it as a thing yeah we were i was addicted to watching that that was just once a week i love the fact and i think that's why i like um talk radio the oliver stone film as well but uh yeah anything about nightcaller radio dennis dunn was great in that james hong uh i was remembering from a blade runner your eyes nexus he turns up uh as well victor wong again it's that classic area he did this and then straight away afterwards did golden child so he was obviously riding high off the back of the success of this but uh it ain't a great film is it we should have done Starman. We'll come on to that another time. <laughs> I, I kind of disagree. He did this after Starman. I kind of, yeah, but it's got such a quirk to it. And I love the lighter tone. Like, it's funny, John, and I think most people would agree with John um, about, like, Escape from New York. I'd take Jack Burton over Snake Plissken. I, I no. enjoy, I enjoy, <laughs> no. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're wrong. You're wrong, Al. <laughs> Al, Al. Al has been removed from the group. Um, no, so like, I personally, I do. And I watched Escape from New York not too long ago. And I thought, eh, 
It's all right. I've never seen it. Okay, well, look, um, let's talk about the film ending because we've got to pick it up and we've got to do a sequel. So how does the film end? The monster's on the back of the truck. What's going to happen? So who wants to pick things up with Big Trouble in Little China? Well, I can go, I can go a bit. I can set something... Well, I can, I can propose um, something really rough, which is... Again, I've, just, I've gone title first. So... Big trouble in big China. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, this time we're going to China, I guess. Okay. Or little, little, little trouble in big China. Big little, it's not, not a lot actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, so, that, I, that's... so, so that's that's kind of all I've got, except that I all thought right. I thought right. Look, I thought this time um, they they're going to China and and maybe. Kim Cattrall, I think Kim Cattrall's great in the first movie. Um, great, we didn't, really we didn't great, mention yeah, her. She's, yeah. she's really good and would be very welcome, very welcome for the sequel to return in, uh, you know, a, a, a leading role. So I think she's back. She's gone to China um, because she's heard murmurings or something that, that uh, David, what's his name? David, David Lopan. David Lopang. David, <clears throat> why is he called David? Um, David Lopang is is Pan, Lopan is back and is returning. Um, so she goes to China to find. She's sixty four. <laughs> She's allowed to travel to China at sixty four. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> you're calling it, Curry? No, yeah. <laughs> no way. Is she going to China. <laughs> Not at that age. Not at that age. She's calling Jack Burton, who's 70, to come and rescue her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Jack Burton's, he's what? He's he's 70 now. 70, yeah, he's 70, yeah. 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 Well, well, they're definitely back anyway. I don't, you know. Well, yeah, their backs are probably gone as well. They're they're, they're back in this. Imagine Um, us doing it without Jack Burton. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it'll get done. (laughs) Sorry, Joe. So I think they that he he has to go to China to find her or save her. She goes missing, right? And um, what I thought was quite a fun idea was that this time, so the first movie's obviously got all of these send ups to kung fu movies and martial arts movies. This time, I thought we could send up uh, like the sort of John Woo um, hard boiled. Um, sort of detective cop, like Yakuza, Mafia style, um, you know, t- type of movie instead, that sort of like Hong Kong cinema. More of a crime saga. Yeah. I thought that would be quite fun uh, to make it more sort of like, you know, silly gun-based action mm. rather quite than Quite fast-paced then. Can we still have... Can we still have um, the magic in it, though? Because what are they called? The, the hard guys. Rain, lightning, thunder, thunder. and rain. The hard guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big hat hard guys. Um, so maybe, yeah, I like, I like the guns thing. I like it. It's like grittier, like bring it more down to earth. And it's more, it feels more realistic. Well, it doesn't have to be realistic, does it? What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, though, but we need, we, I'm happy with the guns and the, the sort of the crime element but maybe um, magic crime. 
Yeah, magic crime, yeah. Like, magic if, crime. If, like, if they're losing their gun, maybe they can like pull their gun to them, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Vader or something. Yeah. Like, well, what about this, right? What about if it could... A lot of these good films start with a very rare object being transported from a museum. And this rare object could be transported from America to China or China to America, and it's of Chinese heritage, and no one knows where it came from. And it's in this big sort of box that yeah. gets stolen. And that is actually a key to a portal or some sort of magic ritual reincarnation of David Lopan now, that's, and it goes missing by gangs. It would be something like that, a nice MacGuffin, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad idea. It could be like an ornate sort of Chinese sword or something, but a sword yeah. isn't a sword, it's actually a key, and it fits a specific keyhole. Love that. Yeah, classic. Love like, that. Like, you know, the classic MacGuffin, like, you know, the last Star Wars film, um, The Rise of Skywalker, like, I think they should have just called it the Green Triangle. Because, like, it was just like, as soon as, like, the first scene, it's just like he's hooking up some USB to a green triangle. And I was like, what's this <laughs> <A> shit? USB. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's plugging it. It's like, what's this garbage? Um, I think I've got somewhere, a way of bringing sort of characters into this idea, right? Because casting is kind to us guys. Isn't there a guy called Wyatt Russell? who is Kurt Russell's son, who's acting. He just played uh, the new Captain America. Oh, is um, yeah, he's, um, he's rumoured to be take, taken over as Snake Plissken, actually. In oh, really? Some kind, in some kind of Escape from New York remake or something. I don't know. So what I was, nice. was going to start the film, classic fucking theme tune rocks in, Port Chop Express, booming along the fucking freeway. Jack Burton's on the radio. You paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. And he's back and we're loving it. Um, but maybe he's, it's an international journey. He's now like, he's not even in America anymore. He's still on the road and he's heading towards China. But he gets word from Kim Cattrall, who he's not heard from in a long, long time, that his long lost son that he never knew he had. Do you think they had sex? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the pork chop express, I reckon. Yeah. So with uh, the monster, I think I think Wyatt Russell's you know about thirty years old probably was conceived around the making of the original film. He's got in trouble because he's gone after the MacGuffin for whatever reason. He's involved in the crime saga, so Jack Burton has no choice but to take the pork chop express um and like you know help out his son who's got himself in a lot of trouble with the the magic yakuza's and the big hat guys rock up <laughs> lightning strikes twice and Ow. um you, and do then... you mean to tell me how's he going to get the pork chop express from america <laughs> To China. Why would he bring his truck to China? I think you could you could almost drive it there. You could drive it up to Canada, then Alaska, and then cross over to Russia. You could almost do it. Well, that's exactly um, what he did. And, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, the, the idea. Oh, that's the quite idea, good though. The idea he I had that he'd been, he'd been he's not just an American truck driver anymore. He's been traveling the world for thirty years in the Port Chop Express, just working in the truck. Can you imagine how ramshackled that truck's going to be now? It's going to. Have you seen the so, portrait? It's a beast, mate. Of course, it'll be fine. So he's yeah. been, for the last 40 years or however, he's just been driving the truck around looking for odd jobs around the world. So hauling, hauling stuff. Yeah, we can even open it with a montage of the last 30 years. Bit of the aging. Bit of the aging. With one of his yeah. great, with one of his brilliant monologues yeah. of all the little adventures he's got in. Big trouble mm. in Little Italy. Big trouble in London. Yeah. Big trouble um, in blah, blah. Unloading and, some paper at a slough factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in the office. <laughs> so immediately we've got, first five minutes, we've got a cameo from Brent. 
<laughs> okay, so that's, this is all good. This is good stuff. They've got a son. Can, I just, know can I just jump in just to, just to ask? Oh, yeah. And this is a question showing my ignorance. Yakuza, is that Japanese? Yeah, it's triads right. in China. Okay, right. Let's probably get that right for the uh, sequel. Get the right crime organisation involved well, for get, starters. Get the right country, yeah. Uh, and what so are they nicking? Think- a magic sword? Some sort of key, well, it's a key, but it's a key. It's a key. Looks like a sword, but it's a key. No, I tell you what. No, what's happened? No, it's they, not that. No, they've got it. <laughs> it is. It is a magic sword, and it's a key. The triads have got it, but um, living a life of sort of renegade crime is Jack Burton's son. He steals it from them to sell it on the black market, get loads of money, and then he's got all the triads after him. Um, hence Jack Burton has to cross the ferry from Alaska to Russia, um, drive down to China and, and get involved and help him. Drive down to China. <laughs> how, how long of a secret, how long, how, like what part of what uh, proportion of the movie is going to be the drive from San Francisco to China? It's an, exper- it's an experimental it. piece. It's real time. We do the journey from San Francisco to uh, to China in real time. And basically, all I'm going to tell you guys is the Climax Classic is going to be Jack Burton driving the Porkchop Express along the Great Wall of China <laughs> while, yes. while it's sort of exploding and all lightning's going and the three hats are sort of that's flying around him. That's a fucking great idea. Yeah, that's I've got very good. Curveball. Can he have made friends with the monster after all these years and the monster still be on the truck and then oh, halfway through yeah. the film? It, it's it like his wingman as he just hauls Get stuff him. around the world. Get him, buddy. Yeah. That's a fantastic idea that he's like feeding him, you know, Mars Chips. bars and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mars bars. That's it's what like, your mind um, came up with at the time. <laughs> See, and there's a little pause while you thought, what's the funniest thing? Mars bars. Yeah. <laughs> America's most favourite chocolate, the Mars bar. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like Han and, it's like Han and Chewy, isn't it? It's like Han and Chewie, <laughs> exactly. Great, but you don't know idea. the monsters in the film until about the first sort of twenty minutes in, and he's got himself into trouble. Maybe in Russia, driving across uh, Russia <laughs> to get to China, and they stop him. Where your papers? Yeah. He's like, get him, Chewie. Yeah. Well, you could you could have a scene with like the, the 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 truck is broken down in like Siberia and it's freezing or something, and they just have a tender little moment as the monster hugs him to keep him warm. <laughs> yeah, it's he's in a Rush, he's in a Russian truck stop. And um, he stopped for some um, for some vodka, <laughs> and um, and he gets in trouble with a little gang there. You know, a classic sort of early scene showing us that Jack Burton's still the same old Jack Burton. You know, mouths off to some uh, some Russian gangsters, and just when he's getting the shit kicked out of him, but taking it in his stride, obviously kind of enjoying it, um, <laughs> the monster bursts through the window, and that's how we reveal that the monster's with him, and the exactly. mo- monster saves his ass, and he's yeah, like, definitely. he's like, thanks, man. And they high five, and then they get back in the pork chop and, uh, and cruise off. We so, need a name for the monster. That is something we do need. I thought um, we, I thought you called him Wayne at the beginning, didn't you? I did. If you like Wayne, I'm happy with Wayne. <laughs> Jack I've and always Wayne. To, Wayne's, yeah, Wayne's, Jack and Wayne. Wayne's good because Kurt Russell's kind of doing a bit of a John Wayne impression in the first film, isn't he? But like obviously yeah. hammed up like crazy. So there's a little John yeah. Wayne. And yeah. Jack Jack is a nickname for John as well. So you could it could be John Wayne. Oh. Okay, great. So ultimately, they're going over to China to find their son, to find Kim Cattrall. It's all gone a bit weird. Jack and Wayne. On the road again, you know, Jackson Brown running on empty in the background. Looking out on the road, with my wheel. Okay, great. So do we need a love interest for the son? I think it would be good. 
you know, otherwise we're going to have to look at Kim Cattrall and Kurt Russell getting it on at, at uh, 70 years old. Why not? I would you like know? two sex scenes at least involving <laughs> Kim Cattrall and Kurt Russell. <laughs> I think we open, oh. we open with that and then it's, and it, and it, it's like a really hardcore, quite graphic, <laughs> aggressive sex scene between... Jack Burton and Kim Cattell's character, <laughs> and then and then and then it and then it um, then it cuts and it's actually a dream sequence. He wakes up and he's he's asleep on the ferry from from Alaska exactly. to, from Alaska yeah, to yeah. Russia, and he's still dream he's still dreaming of her. Uh, and then he's get, yeah, Wayne, get off. Okay, yeah. so that's that's lovely. Something for everyone in that sequence. Wayne's um, stroking his crotch and he's like, hey, <laughs> sorry, too much, way too much, way too much, listeners. All right, so we've got the bones of a story. Um, I think we could, it would be good to get a love interest in there. So let's start talking about uh, cast. Ultimately, we know what's going to happen. They're going to go to China, going to rescue the sword, amulet. All hell's going to kick off. David Lopan's going to come back. Big fight at the end. Truck drives over the wall of China. Explosion, explosion, explosion. <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah. Bang. Cast-wise, yeah. then. So uh, I think it's a great shout about Wyatt Russell. He fits the bill uh, perfectly. Um, Kim Cattrall's back. I'm guessing um, Russell's back. So Russell Senior, Russell Junior. Yeah. All Kim the Russells. So, yeah, if we're having new characters, who's going to play Wayne as well? What, what do you, what, you mean? Like, oh, the, the voice. The voice of Wayne. Yeah. It's like Andy Circus would be like the obvious 100% choice, Andy Circus. No, because yeah. no, it's, it's going to be a suit, right? It's not going to be motion capture. It's going to be yeah, like an Andy old... Circus can act as well, like physically. He can be yeah. in a suit. Oh, yeah. He's not I want really it big though, is he? But I want to Clint. I want to Clint Eastwood to voice him. Oh, can we have Clint Eastwood oh. in the suit as well? There's just two old men awkwardly moving around. One of them in a two hundred pound monster suit. Yeah, have you seen the Irishman? <laughs> I do remember that about the Irishman. I'm like, he's meant to be like 21 or something, and he can't. Even, he can't chair, even walk. Um, the monster Wayne isn't going to have any lines. He can't speak. He can't. He can't now have mastered. English, can no, you? no, I think no. you're right. I think we go back on that. So forget Clint Eastwood, forget yeah, the yeah, voice. Yeah, but I think I think we still need like someone. It would be funny if it was like a giant actor playing him with no lines, like Tom Cruise or something. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds yeah, doing like the grunts, basically. Ryan Reynolds at featuring the grunts of Clint Eastwood. Well, you, you, you laugh, but it's kind of what they did with Vin Diesel in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, isn't it? Vin Diesel. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, though, Curry, maybe not as Wayne, but Ryan Reynolds is absolutely the tone for this film. Could like, he be David t- Lopan? Because, you know, James Hong is... Uh, oh, she's still alive. He's 92. <laughs> wow. He's coming back for this then. Yeah. We've got to bring James Hong back for this. Yeah, fair news. The right, average great. age of the cast is 81. <laughs> okay, so I, I reckon Wayne is played by um, Andy Serkis then, fine. Um my mate always jokes. Remember we did that film, uh, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll? Mate always jokes like, oh, you've seen the new Andy Serkis film? And it's like, oh, is he doing the motion capture thing? No, no, no. It's his actual face this time. Not interested. Oh, <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> um, so we'll, so get, we'll get him in a suit. Fine. Done. We don't, so see, we don't see his face. could play almost uh, a secret sort of, I've got an idea. In, the amulet goes missing. The key goes missing. Ryan Reynolds is the front of the Yakuza. He's the American front of the Yakuza. Who are they going to believe better? Americans are going to leave some clean-cut American lad, but really he's a double. He's a front for them. And so he's just a nasty bastard. He's like, yeah, you know. Well, just- I was going to say maybe more... May I agree that he's probably a baddie, but maybe he's a double agent. He's a CIA agent sort of 
somehow involved in nice. the in the caper as well, and he's not to be trusted. Nice, um, like that. What about for the gang boss, um, Joe? You wanted it to be sort of a early John Woo, hard boiled, the killer inspired. What about Chow Yun Fat, who was the lead in all those films? That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, great yeah. shout that'd be that'd shout. be excellent and can we get jackie chan in there somewhere as well i was thinking jackie chan yeah like <laughs> like he fits the age profile perfectly jackie chan well yeah. apparently jackie chan what's the what's the main guy called not kurt russell's character what's the uh what dennis dunn David yeah yeah so dennis, well, dennis dunn, dunn's character wang yeah, chi yes oh, wang, yeah. wang was uh originally going to be jackie chan apparently is what i heard really oh really well, dennis is still alive and i think it'd be rude not to bring back as much of the original cast as yeah, possible but yeah if you can get jackie chan though i mean box office bring him. yeah let's bring him in as some kind of different i don't know what role yeah, if there's anything I'd like to see Jackie Chan in, it's acting alongside Andy Serkis. That is a match made in box office heaven. <laughs> Just okay, want to make great. sure we're not seeing Andy Serkis's face, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, no face. Okay, what is this film called? Are we going with Joe's title? Big Trouble in Big China. <laughs> yeah, um, why not? Yeah? Okay. Big Trouble in Big China, yeah, fine. Uh, let's talk director. I mean, do you want to go with Wu? Is this what we're thinking? Oh, that's not a bad shout. What was Carpenter's last film? He hasn't he, done a film in about 10 years, I don't think. No, maybe, he, maybe longer. He's, um, the last one I sort of remember really is Vampires, but that was like mid-90s, wasn't it? That was ages That ago. was like 99 or something. And awesome. <laughs> um, what else was there? Ghosts of last Mars. One did the yeah, Ghost, Ghost of Mars. That, Ghost that's of Mars. The shit yeah. one. The yeah. Ward is what he did afterwards. Um, it's got Amber Heard in it, uh, 2010. Uh, not the greatest reviews. I he think I don't does, think he's um, working anymore. He do, well, I tell you no. what he does because I know a few people that went. I think he tours um, and does the, does concerts, does gigs. music. Yeah. 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 yeah, Well, his music is awesome. Okay, okay. So are we going with Woo? Uh, why, yeah. why? Why? Why have we settled on that so quick? Why not John Carpenter back? Well, Bring him back. Bring him back. He's going to destroy the Great Wall of China and work with Andy Serkis. Well, the problem, yeah, I mean, we can't just invite him back to do the score, which is what we're going to do. (laughs) Well, you need producer director, right? Maybe Wu could be on board as a consultant. What for the for our um, what's you know triad gang action sequences? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, no, I'm not a consultant. I say, I say. I say John Woo directs it. I think it's fine. And Carpenter's a, Carpenter's the producer and, and and advisor. You know, he's just overseeing the whole thing. It's his world, isn't it? Yeah. You know, let's face yeah, okay. it. He's, he's just like creative consultant or whatever. Yeah, it's almost like Abraham's Lucas relationship for the Star Wars thing. You know, it's, it's his world, but you know, he's... <laughs> and he's brought he's brought in the young blood, John Woo, about <laughs> <laughs> seventy years old himself, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, we've got to the end. Who, who'd have thought it? But we've no, got you know, a... you know what? Actually, I've just come up with an idea that I think is I think this perfect is, timing. I think this yeah, is it, guys. Mm. We go. Um, is it Chris Miller? And Phil Lord, you know, the two guys who did 21 Jump Street. That's fun. They're, they are the tone, guys. I think they're our directors. Yeah, Sorry. That, so, they, they'd be great so long as the action sequences were directed by someone else. Well, they get a second unit director and John Williams yeah. apparently on speed dial. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, that they're the... Um, is it Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Am I right? I yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think they'd be a great tone because I'm a big fan of their work and... Um, 
and they were sadly sacked off the solo film. And I like to think it might have been a lot better if they weren't. Couldn't have been any worse. Okay, great. <laughs> so there we go. Thanks for that. Back in the room. We have got a little bit of the plot there. We've got the cast, we've got the director, we've got the title. Who is going to take this home? I'll give it a go. Come on then, mate. Where's that truck going? Okay, so we start off... Oh, no, it was the sex scene, wasn't it? We'll scrap the sex scene. Yes. With that music. With that music. Wow, 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 wow. No, so he's he's blasting up to Alaska. On the radio. Just remember what old Jack Burden says. The check is in the mail. Then he's on the ferry to Russia. Why? Oh, no, he doesn't know that yet. He gets a call from King Cottrell. He's working in Canada. Um, she says two things. you got a son, um, <laughs> played by uh, Wyatt Russell, and also um, you've uh, he's in trouble with the, uh, with the triads in China because he's stolen a big samurai sword that is actually a key for some vault that's going to let out all the magic. And, um, you know, he's in trouble, so you need to go and save him. So off he goes up to cross the ferry from Alaska to... Um, to Russia. Once he gets into Russia, he has a fight with some uh, some bastards in a in a truck stop. We reveal that he's still got the monster and his buddies with him. The monster saves his life. His name is Wayne, played by Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy, we don't want to see your face, Circus. Um, <laughs> anyway, he gets involved in all sorts of capers. Wang's back. He bumps into Wang in China. Kim Cattrall's in China. She, she, you know, she's the damsel in distress. Maybe uh, we should give her a bit more than she does in the original. Really, it's um, you know that hasn't dated too well. And um, it all accumulates um, in uh, Chow Yun Fat uh, plays the 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 triad boss. He's the real big gangster. All the magic gets unleashed. There's also Ryan Reynolds playing a CIA agent who can't be trusted. Um, and it all uh, you know develops into this massive magic-based climax where the Pork Chop Express is boosting along the Great Wall of China. It's exploding behind him. Um, and then maybe it flies. I don't know. Like Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it flies. And and, we, and the last thing we see is Bert, uh, Jack Burton and Wayne. Um, I like the fact that he, and he leaves his son behind. <laughs> That's cool. He leaves his son behind. He says, nice to meet you, but I've got a life in this truck with Wayne. Um, <laughs> the, truck, the truck could sprout wings and fly off the That's what I was kind of yeah. thinking. But it's got to be magic-based more than industrial-based, right? So maybe yeah, yeah, the wings yeah. doesn't quite work. Like, it gets caught well, up in... Mag- I think if it's sprouting wings, that's probably magic-based. Yeah. It, like, yeah. What about... Like, sprouting dra- wings is magic-based. I think dragon wings. Right. I thought you meant sort of like in like metal. So you're not talking that oh, kind of thing. Oh, I see. No, no. Al, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> and the film is called... Big Trouble, Big China. Um, yeah, well <laughs> big done. Trouble in well big China. done, Al. Thanks for taking it home. We got there in the end. Wow. Well, sprouting wings. What would you have sprouted? Would you have sprouted a better plot? Well, we did our best, guys, as ever. Uh, give us your thoughts. Let us know what you've done. Any ideas you want us to do for films? We can ruin anything for you, believe me. But most importantly, we just love having you along for the ride. If you want to rate us five stars, great. If you don't, that's great as well. We'll see you next episode. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>